to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome along to episode 234 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. Uh, we're recording this episode live from Field Day, so we will bring you all sorts of bits and pieces throughout this episode, I'm sure, as well as the normal uh, bits and pieces. Did you so know? Let's let's paint a picture. Let's paint a picture. Uh, the dawn is broken. Yep. Uh, Wednesday, the first day of Field Day. That's right. And the gates are opening in one minute. In time. one minute, we're going to probably get an announcement over the loudspeaker. Uh, we've wangled our way in as media. They let us in early. We've got the special uh, floppy uh, ID, uh, RFID tag on our hand. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. So like all cattle, you know where we're at. That's right. They are probably tracking us. But now that I've looked at a few things, I'm probably doubting that. But um, <laughs> So we're good. We're here. We've uh, infiltrated field days. Uh, we will... Yeah. Actually, I was going to tell you, did you hear that story about there's an aeroplane, right? Would yeah. you get confused with the normal door on the aeroplane and the toilet door? Like, would you try and open the side door to get in the plane as the toilet door? Because that's just So, happened. like, going out of the plane? Yeah, I thought it was the toilet door. And they went to go out of the it plane. It was a flight. Oh, one of the tractors you probably hear in the background is just revving up. Uh, but, yeah, this flight from, uh, from the UK to Pakistan. And it's the second time it's happened in the last couple of years. And so somebody... So a little flimsy toilet door tiny tiny flimsy door and then they're like oh, i don't know hang on uh the first time it happened they tackled the guy because they thought he was trying to open it like mid-flight i think it was as a terrorism thing but he was just an idiot this time it was a woman before they got off the uh runway so still on the runway still on the runway what you yeah. I, I can't I, I, I don't can't. believe it i don't believe that you could easily say oh you know what i, I mistakenly thought it was that little flimsy door yeah don't so. they have windows in them? No, not on the not on that door. Okay. Oh, do they? Oh, I don't know now. Now uh, the oh, ones the do. ones halfway down the thing do over yeah. the wing do. I don't know about the big oh, but one. But I don't know the one front. right at the back. Anyway, that's what we're starting off with. We're at field days. <laughs> we'll bring you some more interesting stuff later. Okay, here we go. Uh, lots of people around. It's uh, eight minutes to ten. We've had our media briefing. We know what's sort of going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We just pretend we do. Hyundai is about to unveil a never-before-seen brand-new car at 10 a.m., so we might go and uh, check that out. I'm not sure if it's electric or not. Uh, they do you have some... assume it is, but, but, but assumption is the mother. Well, last year they had an electric car, and it was so new they weren't even sure they were going to get it. There's and it was another... Massive, massive mullet. Sorry, I've just got to say. We've had some epic mullets. There's some epic mullets around. To, uh, get some photos. Get some photos, maybe. Uh, but Hyundai did have a car last year that uh, they weren't even sure they were going to get. They got it delivered the morning of field days, I think it was, and they had no uh, information on it at all. So that was That's interesting. Alright, we're almost here so we'll better turn that mic on. We better, yeah. Okay, uh, to set the scene, we've got two cars undercover upstairs, we've got a lot of official looking people around, and uh, we know that the back of the car's exhaust is going into a fish tank, and it's to do with hydrogen and how clean that is with the environment, uh, so hopefully they've worked all that out and no dead fish, and uh, I'm not sure what we're actually waiting on, uh, apparently it was supposed to be unveiled two minutes ago, so uh, we will see. That is the nature of audio media because sometimes people look around trying to figure out where the camera is and there is no camera. I have to use my amazing words to describe the thing with four wheels. Paint, paint us a picture. Paint us a picture. Next generation. 
Nexo? Is that what it's called? Nexo. I also wondered... It's a a, um, hydrogen power plant, so it can charge up... Are you supposed to know this now, or have you been been rummaging? Okay. Um, It can can, um, power your uh, motorhome or whatever. Um, Just plug it in and use it as a power plant. Oh, these are people buying them. Yeah, okay, so the bell ringing is people buying Hyundai's. Cool. But um, is somebody going to unveil this? So there's, I'm going to paint a picture. There's about 50 people gathered around this upper floor here. Um, there's two cars covered um, over with silken cloths, and everybody's looking at each other because, like, five minutes ago, these were supposed to have been unveiled. And nobody's sure what's going on. Is there anybody going to unveil them? Or they unveil them themselves? Or is this just an elaborate, oh no, it's tomorrow? No, no, I think there's some important looking people here. Let's not upset them, we'll get kicked out. So there we have it, the uh, Hyundai Nexo fuel cell vehicle. Thank you. So there we go, New Zealand's first hydrogen powered SUV. Looking good. Cool. Uh, lots of media taking photos stuff. So we're leaving the field days right now. I think we're going to beat the rain, maybe. We'll see. Probably take us forever to get out. Also, we'll see. It's been going good. Uh, we've seen a bunch of stuff today. Spoken to a couple of people, more people tomorrow. But Chris was going to talk about something last week, and he never did. Now, he told me that he'd went for an audition, um, and it was in Auckland. And do you like this LED lighting they've put here, Chris? That's pretty cool. But you did tell me that if you got this job, it could possibly be two days a week working. And for the life of me, I couldn't work out what that actually meant or what it could be. Yeah, because it was an acting audition. Yes. Uh, So he forgot about it last week, and then I remembered, and then he told me, and now he's going to have to explain it to all of you folk. Okay, so... And whoever else that's uh, hanging around with us at the moment. Who's who's been to Spookers? I haven't, so uh, one of my friends tagged me into the fact that they were doing additions on Wednesday a couple of weeks back now, and so I was like, well, what the hell, I don't have a job, I'm going to go up, so I went into audition. I was the oldest person there by at least 30 years. That doesn't, su- that doesn't surprise me at all, because you're very old. Yeah, exactly, uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, what was weird about it though was a local high school was doing a um, unit standard you said unit standard or something in recruitment of all things so these now I'll wait for this so these like uh, 13 year old kids were all there in a big classroom videoing this yeah and watching us all audition um I don't know how mine went across, to be honest with you. Um, Because everybody was overacting, and I thought, I'm just underacting, be really... um, Creepy. Creepy. Creepy Chris. So I did the creepy Chris eyes. Um, Yeah, and I made the woman in front jump, which was good. What? Hang on, what? You just looked at her, and she thought you were scary, or did she turn around? Yeah, I just looked at her, and I moved my head in a couple of ways, like a a toy or something, and then then I jumped and went boom. All right. So what's happened now since you've done that audition? Right, so I finally got back to them. I have to go to Spookers and see what it's all about. And you're doing that this Saturday? This Saturday. Okay, so hopefully you don't get... to two of the events. So I'm going to two of the events. 
We're just exiting, so I think we have to take our bands off. Okay. Maybe not. Thought, and, we, um, thought we had to take them off. And then... Uh, Don't know if you... You could probably hear that. Uh, chain work, chainsaw from Timberwork. Chainsaw competition. Timber sports. Pretty loud. Here we go. Oh, we forgot to... Oh, return for another chance to win. What? Oh, and I'm just going to take it with me. Oh, okay, here we go. Worked out where we're going now. So you're going, anyway, that'll be good. Um, so, yeah, and if, if I like it, then, then I get a couple of trial days, which basically means I'm going to work for no pay. Yep, that's the best one. Which makes sense. Um, and I'll try and scare people. Yep. And then if I get that, then I will get paid to scare people. Okay, <laughs> so I'm sure there'll be interesting two, two stories. a week. Uh, interesting stories coming out of that uh, if that all goes ahead so they've already said that like the worst thing is that when they go through in a group and one person is uh, a lot more timid than the rest yeah and then because um, what happens is as soon as somebody in the group goes no 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 stop 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 they've got to stop scaring you yeah and it's like well you've got one worse and then four people that are into it and they, they can't do anything because the wolf totally. has already stopped it. And they have a shit, um, shit experience. So. Not good at all. Uh, it's looking like this is a good time to leave this car park, eh? Hell yeah. So uh, 25 past 2. Yep, 2.25. So um, busy day. Uh, more busy days to come up. And we will have uh, more of the podcast later. Okay, here we are, day two, field days, uh, foggy start for everyone, uh, traffic everywhere, but traffic was really good this morning. Now, I was going to tell you, Chris, there's two things that seem to be very vacant from this year's field days compared to last year's. Now, one of them was the... Turmeric! One of the, yeah, one of them was the magical freaking spice that they jammed in everything. People were selling it by itself. It was the miracle thing. There's no mention of it at all this year from anybody, and there's probably a reason for that, is because it's a freaking spice and people have uh, wised up on the craziness and, that people were got, making money and from. And they've got cupboards full of it. Let's go. We're going to try and cross the road without getting hit. Without getting hit. Go, go, go. Hey! Hey, Anita! New car! Didn't notice you! How's that for timing? Just saw someone almost got run over. Good times. <laughs> Okay, so turmeric is missing. Uh, what a surprise. Let's go on the short grass. Why? Oh. I've got waterproof shoes, Chris. does not bother so me. I, but no. Anyway, the other thing that seems to be vacant, I just thought about it in the car as we were driving in, is there is, or I haven't seen any yet, VR headset setups. Last year they were in all the random stalls. They were a big push. Lots of people had them. Uh, not now. No, no. They've gone out of rural uh, uh, fashion. I think it seems that there's a lot of cost-cutting happening, maybe. Mm, possibly. Possibly. But if it, well, it depends. Like, if you bought them, yeah, you've still got them. But yeah. it's only if you rent them. No, I think they're all being rented. Anyway, we're going to uh, head in. Oh, this is gate one. This is uh, the this gate where, where, you, the where you get a bus. This is the bit that we didn't see yesterday, so we might see some things. Yep. So anyway, like a uh, mobile, uh, what is it? A moving um, conveyor belt rock conveyor wall. belt rock climbing wall. So uh, there we go. We will obviously uh, update you later. Check in later. Yeah. Okay, we're recording. Oh right. 
See how easy and quick it is, Chris? Put you on the spot. Boom, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, today, day two of uh, field days um, at Mystery Creek has been amazing. We've met the most amazing people and so random. Like, talk about randomness technology in life. This is random randomness. Yeah, so very good. Um, obviously, some of those talks will be coming out later, and there might be some exciting stuff in our future, maybe? Well, without getting too deep into yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 that, that's possible. Um, but just the fact that we got to talk to these amazing people. You're going to love the interviews we've got. As with last year, Sam's already mentioned, we're doing interviews individually. Yep. So you can uh, just look at those as mini podcast episodes. Mini podcast episodes around one yeah. topic or one person. So please yeah. check them out. Show so, them the support and check out their website and links. Yeah, so they might be as short as a minute and as long as maybe five. Maybe? Yeah. Probably around about five minutes in length up to ten. Okay, something like that. Close enough. I thought you'd edit me out more. <laughs> no, there's only so much I can do of that, Chris, before it makes no sense. Hey, um, what was the name of the people with the plastic fence posts? Uh, Future Post. So Future Post, uh, recycling plastic, right? Yes. But interestingly, I had a story I was going to tell you about. Um, New Plymouth. I've got that down on my Trello. Anyway, in a, <laughs> in a world-leading trial, New Plymouth has uh, put down 90-metre stretch of road where a lot of the roading material is made up of recycled plastic, yes. up to 80,000 or over 80,000 yogurt containers. So that's pretty exciting that all these people are um, yeah, yeah, um, looking into figuring out how, what to do because China and whatever the other country was shut their borders to the recycling. Thailand, was it? No, uh, in Indonesia, I think. Okay, Indonesia, we'll go with that. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing how that goes, and I think a lot of people will be looking at it. And also, when that roading does need repair and stuff, easy to do, and then they can re-recycle it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was the Philippines, I remember now. It was, Philippines. It was the Philippines that you mentioned it. So, yeah. Make, yeah. So, so, yeah, so the point is that um, the first world countries, quote unquote, first world countries, they're sending all their, their crap plastics and uh, recyclable or non recyclable recyclables to third world countries. And they said, They've hang had, on, yep. we've had enough of that. That's you right. Sort your own crap There's out. only so much they can deal with. Uh, so there we go. We're just on our way to figure out when the Bulletproof Coffee demo, when we can get a free sample of that. Yeah, because I've heard a lot about Bulletproof Coffee. I've never had one. The, I- <clears throat> the idea of butter and salt in coffee is intriguing. So here we are. I have tracked down Stu and Camille from The Breeze, our favourite radio people oh, in the world. That's nice. Camille is probably the happiest person I've ever met. <laughs> She's the smiliest. You are. You're amazing. Oh. Stu is always the calm rudder of the show. Slightly grumpy? No, I've never known him to be grumpy, but I you know, I don't believe you one second there. Uh, we're getting them in between their show, which they're doing. Uh, so what's the? how do you feel about this year's field days? What's the highlights for you? I love the people. Like, yeah, it's I, always the people. I eh? love the people. Everyone walks around field days with a certain look in their eye, and they look happy. And everyone's got a certain purpose. Yeah. And then you've got the people who just like to drift and wander, and I love them too. So everyone's here with a different mm. mission, and it's, yeah. Yeah. but brings people together. That's what I love about Field Days. For, for us, it's talking to the people that are here with a product or yes. some new innovation or something, but finding out what the backstory is. Yes. I'm always <gasps> want to know how they got from just some dude 
randomly in Puhoi and then yeah. next thing you know he's got a honey whiskey that's taken over the world and yeah. Yeah. things like that. My favourite places at the moment are people who have fireplaces in their, where they're sitting, you know, and a heater. Because <laughs> it, it's, it's, like it's nine yeah. o'clock. It's been boggy all day, if and you, I'm quite cold. If you can hear the sort of hum in the background, it's because and there's the like fire. a giant yeah. gas fire we cannon thing. We chose that because of that. I, I, I guess that. Uh, so it's terrible. Yeah, seven o'clock this morning. We have. Yeah. We were actually outside near a fire. No, selling uh, authenticovens.co.nz. Right. They are um, based in Tauranga. Those actually, fake ovens yeah. are terrible. Yeah, fake ovens. No, no, they're, they're pizza ovens. Yes, and they oh, were just the starting. Yeah, they were just starting, so we actually put our hands inside the pizza oh, oven man. as they heated up. That's so good. It now, now a, a health and safety tip there don't, is: don't do that now. Don't it's, do that normally. <laughs> just saying. Uh, so Absolutely. there we go. There are some awesome people here, and there's, you're right. The products. Yes. The new stuff that's coming at field days and the innovations and the stuff that people are inventing. Gosh, people are clever. People are very clever and a lot of the things that we've come across is uh, people just sit, think, why hasn't someone done this? It's such a simple thing. Yes. And they go through the process yep. and next thing you know, you've got a plastic fence post. I know. How so, cool is that, man? It's very cool. Mm. So more things to see here at field days and obviously we're going to bump into you at some point. Yeah. Yep. We've got all the top tips. Apparently BNZ has pies. Oh, I'm, not pies. Sure, I'm not sure if there's one there for Chris. No. See, there's a market. No, but honestly, <laughs> no, there's a market yeah. for gluten-free and vegetarian. Last, yeah, last there year is. they had a Hare Krishna. Oh. They haven't come back. When I saw them yesterday, last year, I went and bought something to eat because I finally found like a cheese sandwich or yeah. something. And I found a Hare Krishna. He goes, do you want something? I've just eaten but I have to spend money yeah. with you because you come back. They haven't come back. Oh, no. oh. And he was sitting there going, nobody wants my There we go. Thank you so much for talking to us. That's right. Anytime. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, That's all right. You guys are awesome. Oh, my first so, are you. so we're coming to the end of our day two. And Sam, what does space have to do with agriculture in New Zealand? Apparently everything. There's satellites everywhere. They're uh, watching every move. That's what, what I got from that. <laughs> no, they got um, little... This, everything's getting smaller. Everything's getting cheaper. The applications that people can use, the things that they can do um, is just beginning, especially in the agricultural uh, sector. And some of the stuff uh, in the near future is going to be mind-blowing. And they need to harness it and use the technology. And it sounds like a lot more companies should be looking at that. Yeah, but, but New Zealand's like so far into that. Like, I didn't realise we're are now becoming world leaders in this whole space race thing, in this area of uh, microsatellites and shit like that. That's right. Um, and I'd, you know, that picture you had of the little tiny satellite in between someone's fingers, I'm not 100% sold on that. But <laughs> I don't know, I could be wrong. I uh, Yeah, it was interesting. And um, I'm amazed at Airbus and how much they do with satellites. Well, I, I'm still amazed with New Zealand, right? So I don't oh, know yeah, about totally. you. Um, Rocket Labs, I hadn't heard anything from Rocket Labs for a while. I thought, oh, it's a flash in the pan. they got this uh, place where they can launch from. I didn't realise they've done eight or nine launches. They've already put 20, 30 satellites up in space. Um, and that they have more launch capacity from that one site than the whole of the United States I didn't, and all of their... I didn't uh, know about the launch capacity, but I did know they uh, had done quite a few launches already. Yeah. So anyway, I'm really, really impressed with that. Um, yep, really cool. And so, um, while we're talking about space, this has nothing to do with space. Okay. So that is the best transition ever. Uh, <laughs> you say that, but I don't believe you. Because <laughs> Sam had a meltdown last night um, about a, a, a Oh, no, we'll, we'll talk about that later. 
Okay, so day two at Field Days is finished. We're sitting in the car, Sam's driving, trying not to hit too many of the pedestrians right now. And yes, it's not muddy, so the little vits can uh, get out of here without the uh, shame of being towed by a quad bike. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, go. where are we going? You can't get out that way. No, no. No, this is where we ended. No, it's all right. The ground's fine. The ground's fine. Okay, so... Um, Yesterday... Last night. Last night, we were pretty buggered, actually. To be honest, I had a, an Anna nap. Uh, I was editing podcast episodes. <laughs> yeah, so Sam was working. I was sleeping. Nothing's changed. Um, and at that point... Um, well, I got back up, had some dinner, and Sam says, "Oh, you want to watch something? Uh, maybe Black Magic, uh, Black, Black Mirror. Mirror, Black Mirror or, on Netflix, or oh, we could watch Chernobyl, which I'd heard great things about, and I've heard pretty good things about. So I said, "Oh, yeah, Chernobyl. Let's let's have a listen to that." So for those of you who don't know, Chernobyl was a 1988, I think, a um, meltdown of a nuclear facility in. Um, I don't know where. Okay, uh, in uh, Russia. in Russia, and what happened was a um, meltdown in Hamilton uh, by Sam. Well, <laughs> Tell I, us why. I just want to state it wasn't too. It wasn't a super meltdown, but he was getting angry. I was getting angry because I didn't realise this is a spoiler alert, sort of. So Chernobyl is the highest rated series ever on IMDb. It's five episodes long. It's historically accurate with everything that happened time-wise and what they're portraying. But, apparently, to keep things uh, easier for the actors, more immersive for the audience, and uh, everything else, they did not do anything with the accents. So everybody so far we've seen in the first episode is English. And... um, they're just talking with their normal English accent. Doesn't matter where they're from, if they're Cockney or anything. And all the signs are in Russian. Uh, they talk about the other Russians and use their Russian names, but um, they're just talking normal English. And I find it very, very weird. I find it very lazy on the makers of this show. And uh, I read about it online, and the argument was well, if they had them doing fake Russian accents, it would sound really bad. And I'm like, cool. They should have just got Russian actors and subtitled it. I would have been very happy watching it. Um, and I would have got the emotion from the Russians talking to each other, I'm sure. And they just... I could read subtitles. So that's my Yeah, um, I know they wouldn't have sold it subtitled as much as they have in English. So I, I reckon... Um, I... It, it, it was a little disconcerting at first. Got a bit used to it. You think you're going to watch the rest of the season? Because we only watched the first episode. Yeah, I probably will. Like, it's, I think it's a great, uh, you know, story. Uh, I think it shot very well. Uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm he was getting watch. really angry. So he's madly on his phone while I'm watching it. Um, and he's like, this is the highest rated season series ever on IMDb. I can't believe this. And then he's into Reddit, finding That's discussion right. groups and what people think about. It. But what I what did come to mind was, um, did you ever watch Rome? No, no. So I didn't. Rome is very similar in that it's ancient Rome. Yes. 
and it's told from the story. Uh, the story is told from the really the viewpoint of two minor um, actors in the whole Wars of Gaul and all the yeah. rest of it, and they witness Cleopatra and Mark Antony. I love it. I've got a I've got a copy of it. It's fantastic. I love both seasons, um, but it's exactly that. Well, so the the the, the soldier is almost a, a Cockney like low low British. Um, well, I'm, I know I'm going to rage more later because, according to the online stuff I read, there's some Irish people that turn up in it, Irish actors and Scottish actors. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like um, one of my favourite films of all time. Yes. Highlander. Yes. Where um, Ramirez is an Egyptian, played by Sean Connery, with a very non-Egyptian accent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There, Slash Scottish. There's some creative license there, I think. Yeah, but, well, that's a fictional... But yeah. But when it's in Russia, telling a fully Russian story, um, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting pick by the makers of it. But well done, because it's still rated very highly. Yeah, yeah. No, um, they, well, whatever they've done, they've, they've done it well. Um, yeah, uh, they've done well with it, put it that way. Uh, so anyway, recap on a quick recap on day two at field days. Now that we've got that out of our system, um, amazing random conversations with people we would normally not talk to. Yeah, so literally, I've walked onto a bus. I like the look of your bus. Tell me about your bus. And the guy's just the most amazing person I've spoken to in probably the last couple of years. To be honest with you, um, we left there mind blown. Yeah, I think mind blown is the word. I actually put that in Facebook. Um, and then uh, we talked to oh this is just a volunteer at the Zespri stand let's just have a quick chat to her oh my god well first of all she goes oh, I'm a huge podcast fan because half the time we go oh we've, we're here uh, recording interviews for a podcast people go uh, oh I've heard of that what, 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 what is that what yeah, radio station yeah. is that on uh, she also listened to some podcasts that we listen to yeah are we going down what are you trying to do I was going to go back up again okay just because of the noise Okay, cool. Now it doesn't work. We've broken the window in the almighty bits. No, no. Move that, I think it's... There we go. I'm okay. in control now. Yeah, just, just that. That's cool. Um, so that's okay. And um, and then we... So anyway, so she likes podcasts. We we were listening to some of the same podcasts. She gave you a tip on... What is it? Crime and wine? Wine yep, and crime? wine and crime. Something like that. Um, so you might have to check that out. A bit more of a chick, uh, chick one, apparently. But anyway. Um, and then, uh, then she started talking oh, no. about her um, entrepreneurial... The business. Business. And like, oh, you're not just a, a guy, a, a person here throwing the ingredients into smoothies, which she was doing, but that's not all she was doing. That's right. So that was an amazing uh, conversation. You get to hear that in the interview that will be published as well. Um, then we interviewed the dung beetle guy. Yeah. Um, talk about passionate. We've talked to some passionate people, and I mean, Sam's always, oh, I'm passionate about p- giant pumpkins, uh, and goes on about it. Um, I'm, and this I'm guy's. Just, a, I'm just happy to meet people that are at the same level about uh, other things. Yeah, and in this case, dung beetles. Um, and fascinating, fascinating interview. So that was really cool. Uh, we got two great stories from um, some more commercial people. So. It, Ecology and Co., um, which is, I think, New Zealand and possibly the world's uh, first non-alcoholic gin. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Batch Ten, uh, 
with some uh, honey infused bourbon that I have in my little bag, which I will be cracking open tonight, uh, and uh, the story of how that came to be, which was pretty amazing as well. Yeah. Okay, so here we are, day four of the field days has already been and gone for us, basically. It, it, it certainly went for we, me because I slept and it didn't go. We didn't, uh. re- we, and we didn't record anything on day three. Uh, pretty exhausting, to be honest. We didn't record anything yesterday, Chris. At all? No, we just walked. We in, did, oh, it, did, we, we did an interview, but we didn't talk. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sure I talked. No, to no. You. you did, and that interview will be coming out later uh, when I get around to it, uh, which will be very cool. Field Days was um, very good. Uh, lots of people yesterday. This morning, I went with my daughter. Not as many people, it This felt. morning being Saturday, for those yeah, Saturday. Uh, keeping score. That's right. Uh all in all, very good. Glad we went. Glad they let us in again. And and great weather. Mm. Didn't have that mud problem. Today was the vits didn't get uh, didn't need to the we didn't get stuck or need to be pulled need out. To be pulled out. <laughs> it, it's nice and sunny today, but the sun just makes it terrible. Oh really? Yeah. Too hot. It was overcast the other days, and I think that was quite good. And one one time the sun came out, and I didn't have a cap. Um, my bald patch was feeling it. He was feeling it. He was looking up hats at the field days. Yeah, I never did buy a hat, but anyway, I was hoping to get a free. Um, yeah, no, I think it was great. I think we're getting better at what we do every year too. Yes, um, you know, it's going good. So we we, we did really well with um, what we had and met some amazing people that I hope to keep up with, uh, keep in touch with. Um, and uh, yes, we'll have to do a, a Chris and Sam podcast catch up with some of these guys in a few years' time to see where they're at, see what they're up to. Uh, the only other thing I had on the list this week, Chris, was that Chris Pratt just got married for the second time. Oh, he, I didn't yeah. know he got married the first time. But okay, he, so he was, I didn't care. No, that's right. He was married for nine years to Anna Ferris, and they have one kid together, a son. And I didn't realize he got remarried, but he got remarried to uh, one of the Schwarzenegger girls, uh, the oh, oldest really? one, Karen, I think it was. So his uh, father-in-law now is Arnie. Right. Uh, I wonder what... Wonder what that's like. Be an interesting talk probably with uh, Arnie. Get in the chopper. <laughs> both being sort of action stars and both being at that level. Yeah, I, I also yeah. But I, I think assume so, he's but down also, to Also, I, I think Chris Pratt's a cool dude. He just really is. You see some of these interviews. Have with you him. seen Parks and Rec? No, I've never. You should. That. Oh, we should watch that. Parks and Rec when he plays Andy, he's just this fat, useless guy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what he. <laughs> He's done very well, so I just thought I'd mention that. Um, yeah, so... Um, usual story, though. Check us out in all the good places. Yeah, so tonight I'm off to oh, uh, yes. have the Spookers experience. So I'm not working. I'm going to be be scared. I'm going to get, uh, um, yeah, the crap scared out of me, which means today's not my cheat day because I can't really drink and drive to work and come back. So tomorrow's cheat day so I can get pissed. Um, very good. Which so, everybody needs to know. That's right. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We look forward to hearing how your speaker's experience went as a member of the public uh, next week. Yes. In the podcast. Um, should be good. And thank you to and, everyone. And we wanted to mention one other thing. Um, so we've mentioned our, my friend Pamela Story is mm. uh, running for council. And uh, this week, well, actually, it's probably the previous week. We heard that Tim Young, uh, so Tim Young was also a speaker at TEDx with mm. her, I coached, 
Um, he's a really bright spark. He has a software um, program called Rocket Island for kids, educational um, software. He's been uh, in a wheelchair since a snowboarding accident when he was about 18, 19. Uh, in fact, yep. there was a doco on uh, TVNZ about him recently. So he's thrown his hand in to go for council, which I think he'd be great because he's definitely got a view of the future, knows technology, and has that uh, mentality around youth. I guess he's about 30 because he got married this year too. So he's having a good year. Good year. Good year for Tim. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this whole council thing shakes out because there's some people on that council that really do need to go. Yeah. Um, they, they come up again and again. They either say stupid comments, they either get in trouble, or they just... I don't know. I don't know if they've got another agenda or if they're just idiots. It it, it does sound at times like an idiots club. To be fair, possibly. <laughs> Would you like to join the idiots club? Oh, well, yes, 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 for sure. Sign uh, me up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we will cover that obviously yep. uh, when that happens later on. And so there'll be a bunch of uh, individual um, interviews have come out. Uh, like last year, they've got a different place in the website. But if you're on the podcast, they'll just be in there. They just won't have a episode number in their name. No, they'll just have the name of the company. Yeah, usually company or person that we're talking to, and um, so listen to those. But as of next week, we'll be back to our regular program um, once a week, every Sunday um, at about thirty minutes long. Yep, that's the one. So make sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just look for the Chris and Sam podcast. Till next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.